Hey everybody, welcome back to the Inside the Park podcast, episode 13. Episode number one three. Episode number one three. You know what? It's like number 13 for A-Rod. Exactly. That's exactly it. You know? That's exactly what I was thinking. You know? We're going to be talking about A-Rod today. Are you talking to me like you're a counselor <laughs> trying to like talk me down? I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just You don't have to make a decision right now. I'm just saying during the episode, we're talking about A-Rod. Like, it'll come up. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. All right, so, yeah. This is the 13. You wore 13 while he was a Yankee. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, (laughs) Alex Rodriguez will be covered. Um... What do we have? Five, six, seven extensions. Many, a, like a, a crap load of contract extensions uh, with players that are not really willing to test this creepy, like undervaluing uh, free agent market. I guess. Yeah. So that's a big deal. We'll we'll cover those. We'll talk about which ones we like best, mm. and um, and then we're gonna uh, <laughs> dip a toe in the the Twitterverse. For those of you who haven't been following Jose Canseco on Twitter, don't. First of all, he doesn't deserve more eyes. Nope. Just search him and read them and then back out and don't don't feel free to clear that browser history. Yeah, don't follow him because ever. he doesn't deserve the follow. No. <laughs> but um because we don't want him to get a thumbs up or a vote of confidence. Yeah, we need him to chill the fuck out. Yeah. So, well, to start though, like Matt yeah. said, cuz they're like 13. You know? It's 13. Because, like, we're on episode 13. He wore 13. Like, he's getting married. All right, but first. Right. We'll play the intro song. Okay. So, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Welcome. No, okay. So it's I just, love that song. I, it's a good tune. It was a really good intro. It's great to listen. That was to. great work by you. Thank you. I'm really proud. I jammed it up. You. you I jim jammed it. You picked a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Jim Jamboree. All right. So back to thirteen. Yeah. A Rod. First off, let's start with your favorite A Rod moment. Mm. Five hundred. Really? Yep. 500 because it was the first player I've ever seen hit 500 home runs. I was able to watch it as yeah. it happened. Yeah. And um, I don't know, it was just really mon- monumentous. And this was before, you know, everything had come out about the hashtag steroids. Was it before? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Okay. I believe you, but also I don't. Um, <laughs> also, you're wrong. I don't remember anything about A Rod's career. I didn't watch him. Yeah. Um, Amazing hitter. I heard, Amazing I heard he's all right. Hitter. I heard yeah. he was fine. Um, like regardless of the steroids. Yeah, no, yeah. That would, top yeah. top 300 all time. No, no, he's like one of the greatest right-handed hitters ever. He's amazing. Still. He's a legend. Like, he broke my heart and I hate him forever, but... He's also an excellent personality on television. He's really good in it. He does pretty he's good. He's got a brand new YouTube He's channel. no Romo, <laughs> but he's no, all right. No, Jason Witten. Jason Witten's garbage. Bro. Did you watch any? Okay. I didn't um, know. So my favorite uh, Alex Rodriguez play probably was when uh, he grounded out and the guy flipped the ball and he tried to tag him and he knocked the glove. Oh, yeah. And then he like threw a fit after when they called him out. 
I like that a lot. One of my favorite A-Rod moments <laughs> was when Jason Veritek put his fist inside of A-Rod's face. That was pretty great. That was awesome. Yeah. They, and this is from a Yankees fan. I was yeah, like, by the way. But Jason Veritek's... I mean, when it comes to catchers, he's a stud. He's everything you'd want. He's one of the all-time boys, like yeah. captain of the yeah. Reds, like iconic. Yeah, Jason Veritek's a massive fan. So, A Rod got engaged. Yes, good for him. That's Congratulations. We're talking about him. Congratulations. Congratulations to J Rod, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of. It's a lot of. It's a lot of famous and to in between two people. It's a lot of yeah. fandom. A lot of a lot of people know who they are. Yeah, and um. She is something. Who's aged worse, A Rod or Jeter? <sighs> to be honest with you, I don't. I think both of them. They're both went pretty well. Yeah. I mean, a Rod's softer probably than Jeter. Yeah. It's a bigger frame, but like A Rod's, you know, he's got a little bit of the a little, the, little man breast action going on, going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is not great. Which is his hurts a little bit. Yeah. So I guess I guess she the also, answer to your question would be A. She also dresses him all in white, which doesn't help. Yeah. But he's got J Lo. Well, but have you seen Jeter's wife? I haven't. No. Ridiculous. Hannah Davis. Yeah. Oh She's my. Good looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a handsome woman. Yeah. And and A. Rod did win the bid over the Marlins. You know they were in a bidding war because they don't like each other when it came to the Marlins thing. I was watching. What do you mean? Um, when the Marlins were up for sale, yeah. um, A. Rod was on one side and Jeter was on the other side with his group and the. Um, GM at the time was like calling him back and forth and being like to A Rod like Jeter just upped it, you know like you're gonna he started a bidding war between them. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Jeter won. Classic. Did he win though? <laughs> Is he the winner? I'm not saying he's doing a good job. So um yeah that so A Rod's engaged. Yeah. Should we segue into why that even came up? Sure. Just do that now. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay so Let's Jose Canseco has a Twitter. He does. Which is his right mm-hmm. as a human person. You, everyone, with hands that are functional. Everyone can have one. Apparently. Yeah, there's no... Um, anyone can have one. We have one, by the way. We do have one. The ITP pod. Yeah, at Twitter. Yeah, yeah. ITP pod. Yeah. At Twitter, yeah. I yeah. was doing the numbers. Didn't mean the to promo again. there, but it felt right just to slide it in. Okay, so, Jose Canseco, if you go back to March 5th, yeah. the first tweet we read is Tim Tebow... You're never going to make it to the major leagues with that swing. I'm here to help you, buddy. Next tweet, same day. If I can hit a softball 500 feet at the age of 55, you can hit 40 home runs in the major leagues if you let me help you. Yes, I'm talking to you, Tim Tebow. Aw. Same day. Same day. Same day, March 5th. Oh, by the way, he tweets a lot, (laughs) just in case you were not picking up on that. (laughs) Tim Tebow, let me teach you the art of power hitting, the technique, and the psychology behind it. I think he meant and. Tim Tebow, will you let me help you if I can hit a softball further than you can hit a baseball? I just want to help people. I have experience in all areas. Gross. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made. He wouldn't. I know where all the landmines are because I stepped on every single one of them. That's the first true thing he said. Yeah. Um... Watching World of Dance. Watching J-Lo text. Okay, so this is a whole new segue. This Fi- is five days later. He uh, took a little break. Those were all in May, March 5th. Yeah. Now, March 10th, this is when the engagement goes down. Watching World of Dance. Watching J-Lo text A-Rod. Hold on right there. Who 
actually watches World of Dance. Jose Canseco does. Apparently. Sorry. Cut. It's okay. <laughs> Text A-Rod. Uh, little does she know he's cheating on her with my ex-wife Jessica. Poor girl. She has no idea who he really is. 5.9 thousand retweets. By the way, pretty much his peak. Um, after that, I was there a few months back with her when he called her on her phone. That doesn't Clearly give us any information. damning evidence. <laughs> Lock him up. A-Rod, stop being a piece of shit. Stop cheating on Jennifer Lopez. A-Rod, I challenge you to a boxing match or an MMA match anytime you want. Now, this is, <laughs> this is a point we both stop and consider. Um, what the fuck? What? All right, now, first of all, if we're talking boxing or MMA, we're taking A-Rod, right? He's big. He's a big boy. All They're right, let's go boxing. Jose Canseco hit a ball out of a stadium with his head when it hit off his head. But uh, also, he's been juicing for, like, his whole life. Right. Okay, so let's let's go boxing. Let's just let's go one right now. Boxing? I like A-Rod's reach. Yeah. I think I like, I think I like A-Rod mm-hmm. with the reach. I think Jose could probably take a punch. I think better. Jose could probably take a punch better. I think Jose's probably been doing this. I don't think this just suddenly came to No, him. yeah. There's definitely some retirement so, like, oh, I've been in the gym going on. Yeah. But let's say we give A-Rod like three months to train. Yeah, it'd be interesting. How many rounds do you think they go in a boxing match? I think they go five okay. before A-Rod's it's a lot. damaged. <laughs> He's like, I'm dying. Yeah. I think it's not like a skill competition as much as it's like a Brock Lesnar like overpowering by Jose Canseco. Yeah. Um, so, so in a boxing match, to be clear, who are you taking? I would take Jose Canseco. In a boxing, yeah. In an MMA, I'm taking A. Rod. Yeah, I like mobility. that. If you uh, if you scroll up three or four more tweets, he tweets a video of himself hitting a 500 foot quote bomb at his last softball tournament, last which weekend. you can really you can tell because it's filmed from 30 feet behind home plate yeah. for one thing, and for two, it doesn't watch the ball, and he appears to be. He looks. It looks like he's on like a legitimate softball field. Um, sure, but there's confirming also no one else there. Yeah, cons- confirming the 500 foot. I would say no. Yeah. Um, then he just randomly chal- He goes, I I challenge anyone of my age to outdistance me in softball or or softball home run derby or a golf long G drive competition. I think he just meant long drive. Yeah. So clearly proud of how far he can hit balls. Excellent. What uh, other tangible skills does he have? Yeah. Throwing most of Major League Baseball under the bus when he wrote a book about it. Other than that, not much. Yeah, let's say. I mean, I mean it takes really strong triceps to be able to push I mean, 750 Major League players on rosters yeah. under one city bus. I'm telling you. A double length bus I'm with the little bendy part in the middle. Yeah, the big centipede bus. bus. Too. Jeez. So yeah, Respect. then he tweets out a thing about the J Lo thing, mm-hmm. and then he <laughs> his ex wife let Matt who, take over for a second. His ex wife, who he accused of cheating or accused A Rod of cheating with on J Lo, came out and said, "No, that didn't happen." Yeah, Jose Canseco on March tweet, tweets out on March thirteenth, polygraph time. <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> Then he says, Jessica, you're calling me a liar, blah, 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 biggest story ever, A-Rod and yourself, tell tell yourself the truth, that kind of stuff. 
Uh, JLo, I hear you're a very good person. I'm sorry you're caught up in the middle of this. A-Rod, I challenge you to a polygraph, not a long drive competition note. The game has changed. <laughs> and then, Alex, since you're a man's man, why don't you contact me and we'll talk about it face to face. You know how to reach me. Does anyone know how to reach Jose Canseco? The next two really just tickle my goat. Yeah. It says, get ready for my new podcast called The Truth Hurts. So... Guys, we've got a, a new player in the game. Prepare to yourselves. With. And then the next tweet, he says, I should run for president. At least I will tell the truth. Bound by the truth. Yeah, ellipses. Bound by the truth. And then, A-Rod, what happened to your eye? Did one of your girlfriends do that to you? Stop being such a liar and a cheat. And then, <laughs> Saint, takes eight, a turn. one day later, found a great car wash place. Ask for Zach. He will hook you up. The address is 7890 West Ann Road, Las Vegas. Check it out there. The best phone number, and then a phone number. Uh, the name of the car wash was at Des Desert Car Wash. Come check it out. How many followers does he have? He has 502,000 followers. Jesus Christ. Might I mention? The truth hurts with Jose Canseco. Oh, my God. We found his Twitter. He has... 227 followers. This is not just going to be just another podcast. This is a destination. No topics are off limits and only the truth will do. Hosted by MLB <laughs> legend Jose Canseco. <laughs> I would, I would, I'd check it out, folks, just for the fact that his background is him flexing with no shirt on with a bat. Yeah, um, I'd, uh, I'd give that a check out. Do you have a question for Jose Canseco? Can we please ask him why he's such a tool? <laughs> Can I mention real quick, like in all of his tweets, um, he doesn't tag anyone with their name, no. which means no one sees it no. unless you're following him. Like you would not get any sort of note. What is that? We are now witnessing Jose Canseco in a leather, leather belt around his neck with a... Some sort of demonic kiss outfit. Yeah. Is that a prosthetic? I don't, I don't want to go any deeper into what that well, was. Well, folks, we've poisoned this podcast enough already. Yeah. Um, we pretty much ran you through Jose Canseco's Twitter. Oh, he fought MMA in Japan. Dude, who the hell is this guy? Bro, this dude's... Someone just yelled a lot of horrible things through, lot, our, through our window. A lot me? of choice words Sorry out there. Sorry about that, folks. It's okay. a whole day in Buffalo. All right, uh, so let's move on to the next subject. So Jose Canseco's batshit crazy. We yeah. covered that. All right. Um, it's worth looking up his Twitter on a cloudy day. Now. Such as this. Let's talk so, about To the it. final topic, the extensions. Yeah. Um, also, if you're hearing the dog barking in the background, we apologize. Uh, there's not that much we can do about it because... She's new, and she's not used to being in a big house. So that's what that is. Um, <laughs> nice if, flex, by the way. Like a big house. No, I'm just kidding. Big. It's, <laughs> a, it's a big house. Pretty huge. Um, okay, so we'll start. Should we start with the big boy? Yes, of course. We need to talk about it. Mike Trout. Potent, potentially the best player of all time. Best player of all time. Yeah. I think one respect for the Angels going out, getting it done. I do. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, I was thinking, the the fact that the owner was like, just drop the bag, like whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is. There, I think there literally were like, okay, Harper got three thirty, add one, and drop a year off because yeah. I don't feel like playing that long. Right. Also, 
12 okay just for those of you 12 years 430 million dollars yeah, the biggest contract in sports history american sports yeah, yeah it's a crazy respect i love that the angels went out and paid him not only for what he's done in the past but future you know i think that's a really big deal because all these contracts you see like players getting shorted you know like yeah. usually when Co- uh, contract talks come into it's usually like yeah. well you know you've done this in the past but what can yeah. we expect out of the future but the angels exactly. are like no you're gonna well, Mike Trout is rapidly approaching uh, Frank Thomas and other legit Hall of Famers and passing them in career war at the age of 27 yeah every single year he's played it's been the best statistical year for his age of all time pretty yeah I, I think that is that it's statistically that's accurate. real that's yes. awesome that's fucking awesome yeah. Sorry, that was reported the other know. day by ESPN and I, I was like that. yeah yeah like, I, yeah it totally makes sense yeah I mean obviously longevity we praying for health and everything but we're legitimately looking at the greatest baseball player of all time Potentially, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like I, I don't, you know, we're hoping for greatest health, but if he continues, should, um, yeah. I feel like a jersey is in order now. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at of a, the greatest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like there's no reason not to. Now it's locked. It's locked. It is. You know, this isn't an Odell situation where it's like, why would they get rid of you know, or a Saquon even. This is this guy's locked. He's in. gonna be there forever. The best player of all time is gonna play in Anaheim. I'm thinking those old timey Angels with the like. The, the white one with the yes, halo. Yes, the halo, yes. Yes, yes 110%. I think that yes. trout jersey would just be... Mwah. Yeah, I like that. All right, so there we go. We got we picked the jersey. Um, so, yeah, Mike Trout's extended. Mike Trout is an angel for life. The Phillies can uh, exhale and focus on something else. The an- uh, the Yankees can exhale and focus on something else. Um, Alex Bregman. Big contract. What, five years, 100 mil? I read six. But you, I, I, the, I read six, and then you said five. I looked it up. Four or five different outlets said five or six. Like, they were legitimately different outlets were saying different years. Okay, yeah. But uh, it was 100 million, I believe, for six, but I'm not 100% sure. There's also, like I said, it's five or six for 100. So, yeah, that's... Um, A good deal. I'm curious. So they've extended him. Yep. They've extended Altuve. Extended Verlander. And Verlander now. Two, a, yeah, two years for 66 added to the end of this year. Okay, okay. Two okay. years for 66. And then Chris Sale, five for 145. All, yeah, a lot. We're seeing a lot of not just young guys, a lot of legitimate, you know, all stars that are, you know, 29, 30, 31 getting extended. Getting paid. Pa- Paul Goldschmidt, Go- another one. I was one. just going to say, Goldschmidt. What was, Goldschmidt was 130 for six, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Now you look at, was it, Chris Sale got 135 for... 145 for five. 145 for five, which was crazy because... I love that, by you, the way. You had texted me earlier in the day about Jacob deGrom. We were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, how the Mets should extend him and what numbers you were looking Fingers for. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, and I think you... First, Verbatim, you said one fifty for like six or something. Yeah, yeah. I want. I wanted. I actually. I wanted. Yeah, f- uh, five for one forty-five. I thought would be the offer, but then that that turned out just a different ace got it. But um, so still wait on the Grom. I'm. I think that if anything, that's a fucking. That's a hurdle they just added because now he's like, okay, now I want to beat that. Yeah. And I don't think that's how DeGrom works. I think that's how his agent works. I think that's how an agent works. So I think that's something now. It's going to be one forty-eight for five or six or you know whatever it is but i don't i uh I, they say they're brody feels like if he wants something to happen it's gonna happen 
but I don't know if he can convince Mets ownership to extend someone, even of Degrom's skill level, because they've been burned by so many long contracts. Yeah, the last five knockoffs. Yeah, David, well. Cespedes, Cespedes, Jason Bay, Johan Santana. All these have burned out two, three years they left get on the hurt deal, and then they don't play. Yeah, which yeah, sucks. like extremely long-term injuries. Yeah, like no, no, we're not talking shin splints. Like it's brutal. No. Here's here's a question. So they're just a little, they're just gun shy. I'm sorry for the same That's money. Okay. Chris Sale, Jacob Degrom. Degrom, yes. Degrom. Uh, it feels I, like the more complete. Degrom's had Tommy John surgery, and I'm still less concerned. Really? Beca- because um, oh, that's right. Yeah, he had it when he was, yeah he had it right when it, right out of like college, I believe, when he in the minors. He didn't debut until he was like 25 or 20. I think he was 25 years old when he came up. His first game was away at the Yankees, and he went. I think he went six, struck out eight, gave up two, something like that. Pretty clean Degrom game. You know what I'm gonna do? Short I'm, hair. Hair was like like. I remember ears. that. Yeah, well, I like remember just watching. past the ears. I'm actually gonna switch my answer. I'm gonna take Sale. Yeah. I love Chris Sale so much. He's and, filthy. And I think Degrom might be that more long term player where like I could see sustained health, like his delivery's cleaner. And he reminds me of Zach Grinky. Yeah, it's very just, much it's, so. It's like surgical. Yeah. It's not. It's not an effort it's thing robotic. like Scherzer. Yeah. And when I see Chris Sale, like obviously you could see. You could see TJ in the future. You know, mm-hmm. the angle that he throws out is gnarly. Yeah. But also... It's, but it's so a, far, at 30, he's been okay. He's it, been healthy, I think. I, f- I look at it like an Andrew Luck to an RG3, and this is me taking RG3. Yeah. yeah. You know, I you sometimes just going to roll the dice. Who Absolutely. Knows? I yeah. fucking love Chris. Yeah, like too. Kyler versus Dwayne Haskins. I mean, Kyler's got a higher upside maybe, but like it's just kind of whether or not you believe... You know, is this the player that will will the player last? Right. You know, are you willing to take a B plus with with uh, with a little more you know backing versus an A A minus ceiling yeah. with a with a floor? You know, a frightening kind of. I think I believe Sale was nicked up here and there for a couple of years with the White Sox. You know, like missed three starts here yeah. a month at the end of the season. But nothing there. crazy. Nothing. But big. I don't believe he ever went through anything horrifying. No, it was crazy. The game we saw last summer. Yeah. Fenway. Yeah, yeah. Chris Sale was just throwing 90-91 for eight innings. Yeah. And then he got into a jam. By jam, I mean there was runners on first and second. Yeah. And it was just 98-98-100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done. I'm going to go take a shower. Yeah. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. he get, eight or he, whatever I don't think is, he gave yeah. up a run yeah, the whole game. It filthy. Was, it was amazing. When he's on, he, very few pitchers are on it's at, at that level. Yeah. And it's amazing how... How he uh, is there a more important player on the Red Sox? Is Mookie more important than Chris Sale? At Chris Sale goes down. Who do you have? David Price, who had a good postseason, who David, before that was frightening. David Price never makes sense to me. David Price bothered. David, I'm afraid of Chris Archer becoming the next David Price. Where you're like, why are you not an ace? Yeah. Why are you a great number two? I don't get it. He gets paid like an ace. Yeah, but I mean, it was, they got a who's the other the third the three Eduardo Rodriguez something like that on the Sox. Mm. But yeah, after after David Price, there's some real concerns. I, th- I I think there's an argument to be made that he's like, I think everything rides on him on the on the Sox. Yeah, because they should win another 95 games. They should. I I predicted I believe like 86. I think they're gonna. I think oh, they've got come, an insane. I th- I th- that outfield. I think they'll come up short, but um, yeah. But I think if if anyone went down, if Price went down, they'd have like a problem. Yeah. Because they already have the highest payroll in uh, in baseball. It's not like they can just you know give up a. They can't give up a prospect to accept like a Stanton style 
deal to get a star you know they can't i'm trying to think of even the player like if verlander didn't mean so much to the astros it'd be like that they yeah. couldn't trade for a 35 year old ace with a bunch of money over his head because it would be cheaper to take all the money they're, they're in a position where they're locked up financially so yeah. i think yeah i think the Sox are in an interesting uh interesting spot what, what i was i mentioning before with bregman um yeah sorry i cut you off bregman's locked altuve's locked and we're seeing this young superstar core that won them a championship just two years ago mm-hmm. uh is aging into being expensive uh does locking up did they choose bregman just now or was that a choice of bregman over correa is correa gone i don't want to say gone but it felt like the organization no they can't but it felt like the organization was like all right bregman's our guy i think Bre- i think they took it to the table i think bregman was receptive and I think they decided Bregman at a hundred made sense over if I had to if I had to ballpark it with no information, Correa's looking for Correa's not look Correa's not looking to buy out one year free agency. Correa's looking for a ten year one eighty. Wants to find a home. One eighty base or yeah. probably two. He wants Manny money. Yeah. And he probably shouldn't get Manny money. But I mean when Correa came up, I thought that guy I was like, that kid's gonna be an MVP in two years. He hasn't yet. I think he's – I still think that could be the best – I think he could be the second-best right-handed hitter in baseball at any point. I mean, because he's been consistently A-minus. Yeah. Like, throughout, like, yeah. defensively. Like, I, he was the first overall pick in 2012. 12? 2012, I believe. 2012, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 12, yeah. 13-14, up in the end of 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there we go. Um. Yeah. And yeah. Him. Springer. Bregman was the year at. Bregman was fourteen. Yes, I think at LSU. Yeah. Number three, four, something like that with pick. Oh. Um. It was up there. Yeah. Six maybe. Yeah. Top. Definitely in the top ten. Yeah. Um, he got paid. So yeah. They've so they've got Bregman and Altuve. Um. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Correa, with a position and just kind of like that first overall pick. Like Harper, it carries the weight of being I am a superstar. I'm not just a star on a team of stars. Right. So I, I would be willing to bet Correa leaves and they focus their attention on Springer and they take th- they'll take three of them happily. Yeah, which makes sense. And to Springer me. transitions to a legitimate like natural cleanup right fielder yeah. as he ages. Springer is incredibly. He's extremely, extremely good. That's ridiculous. I feel like he's overlooked. Sometimes. He's got he's got forty home run power. He walks all day. Yeah. Plays a great center field, even though he's ginormous. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. How Spring. would you play that situation? Because like like when I play it through my head, I find I would make the same moves. I would let I, Correa walk. I think that's the right call. I think you're look you're talking about two hundred and fifty to Correa or a hundred and a hundred or you know, a hundred ten, a hundred and fifty spliced between the other two. And I think those two f- four to six war players mean more than maybe Correa even at his peak as like an eight war an eight. MVP yeah. candidate. So yeah, I think Correa walks. I I'm trying to think. I don't think they can keep them all. Is Didi locked up? They talked about it. They didn't give him an extension, did they? No. No. Not yet, because he got hurt. They'll try to lowball him. Nolan. Nolan was extended. Yep. Who's, uh, who's, get, who's the future Yankee? Is Glaber the shortstop? I think Glaber's a little thick. 
to play short. I like him. He plays a good. <laughs> I like him a second. Glaber plays a good shortstop. I know he does, but like, but I think I like him as a great second baseman with an yeah. incredible offensive profile. Him and Dite or Didi, Jesus. Didi, yeah. Yeah, and we've got too low to fill in. It's having a nice spring, by the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, you talked. We haven't talked about it yet, but Luke Voigt and Greg Bird are both raking. Does Greg Bird get an advantage as the lefty to balance out the lineup? I mean, you're there. I don't know if there's a more right-handed heavy lineup. No, we're very right-handed, but I'm super biased on this question. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, I mean, legitimately, how? What do you have? You have Gardner in center with Hicks down. That's the thing about Didi that was so nice was a strong power, a legitimate left, yeah, a legitimate York fearful left glove arm. Every like Didi was the heart and soul. So mm-hmm. um, it's. Sucks that he got hurt. Uh, Greg Bird tanked a ball like four days ago. Did he really? Oh, I've yeah. not been watching. Oh, spring he closely. crushed a ball. I was watching. It was a beautiful swing. I actually saw it. It was tweeted out by, I believe, a, a reporter of some sort uh, who said it was the prettiest swing in baseball. I have. I would like to see that and raise Robinson Cano. Uh, and you would win every day I, of the I week. Think, There's no one who's got a better. I think he swing. has the prettiest swing in baseball still. Even yeah. though he's he's kind of I think in, I don't know. I'm not his trainer, but you've seen if you go back to 2008, Robbie, full spin, full send, shoulders clear. You know, through the box, hands come through quick. Right hand comes all the way around, and he puts the bat down in the dirt. Now he pulls up short. The bat, he, he brings the left shoulder through, finishes the swing, stops it. Yeah. Stops it, facing with the ball, drops the bat. Yeah. Is that, you think that's just as he's aged kind of into more of a contact first hitter, or is it a, a legitimate attempt at preserving maybe his back in some sense? I think you think a little bit of both. You know what I mean? I'm not sure if it's conscious. Yeah. I think it's just like, you know, that, that yeah. didn't hurt as much. Like Rob, <laughs> Robbie and Cargo ha- were both. Car- you remember oh, Car- Cargo was extremely rotational. The, the violence. Oh, uh, and the, Yeah, the, the energy created between the hip and the shoulder displacement was incredible. But, yeah, that's why I'm curious. I mean, Trout from day one was one of those guys where I saw him, him and Justin Upton, those were two guys I saw. They'd swing Very, as soon as they hit the ball. Yeah. The shoulders stop. They drop the bat. They're running. They're gone. Yeah. You know, there's really no finish. Right. And I was just was curious if you thought Cano's reduction of the finish had to do with a health choice. That's that was. I, I think it would. Yeah, I think it's a combination of him yeah. not having as much power as he used to. Yeah. So he is moving towards more of that contact, and it is a little bit of yeah. provision of help health in the process. Yeah. I've, I've, one of the things I love about watching baseball in general, I specific obviously I'm slighted and I watch Mets more than any other team, but um. I've really gotten to appreciate Robbie a lot watching. He's played almost every game for them in spring training because he said he told Mickey Callaway apparently he wanted to build up his stamina without a DH in the, on this team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on the Yankees, he was a 160, 162 game guy, even the Mariners too. He's he is you know knock on all the wood. He's a he's a, he's, he's, an, a he's an Iron Man. Yeah, he, really no, he's a, he was always a workhorse. So you know you got your fingers crossed there. But like it's like we said, he's got he's gonna have to play second if he was gonna play every day. Yeah. Um, and his swing, a man, he, he takes the ball to left center. He's hitting the ball the other way like it's nothing. He's flicking balls up the middle. Yeah. He really is just spraying the ball, and it's really, really nice to watch. He Kind of like we said, when the trade first happened, he seems to be developing that sort of Adrian Beltre, 
I've I've acquired all the knowledge. Veteran, I've got all totally the professional. Yeah, he, just. and he's got just the you know I've seen great hitters on the Mets, but I've never I I can't remember the last hitter I've seen that was this natural, just mm-hmm. this I can put the ball where I want it and I make hard contact. It was like Carlos Beltran. Yeah, it feels like he's dictating. Like he's putting the ball exactly where he wants. You yeah. you feel so much gamemanship from him. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's not the, he's not the going up there trying the to hit. He's like, "All right, you know, who's out there? I'm going to place this ball in different places because of it." Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, do you have any final thoughts if we uh say if we're going to wrap up here, do you have any uh Uh, I was just going to bring up which which you already did. I like, I didn't, you know, really want to talk about it too much. I was just going to say, you know, like Vuvoitz hitting like I don't know, like 293 with four tanks in the spring. Like, I, I'm not saying He's pretty anything. Well. Absolutely. I'm just I, think, I think Luke Voigt is like uh, my Jeff McNeil. Where it's it's, Jeff McNeil it's come on late. Yeah, it's come on late, um, and there's a lot there. It's just, you know, whether or not you believe in the late bloomer. And, um, I mean, I'm slighted, obviously. I would give myself – I'd give like 52% to McNeil, 48 to Voigt, where I, be- I do believe in his skill. I think – the power first player can be replaced easier than like the eye hand of a McNeil yeah. the spray the ball guy. Yeah. But they both, I think they've both been excellent. Luke Voigt has had incredible at bats, which is the important part to me. I don't care how far you hit it. Yeah. I just want to see a good at bat repeated yeah. over and over. Yeah. And he's done it and it's been impressive. We, uh, we got a user question last week um, talking about the uh, best infields of all time. We're not going to cover that today. But on the next podcast, we will. We have made a note of it. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> we wanted to we wanted to um we wanted to make sure we did our homework and didn't just make a wild proclamations. We wanted to have the numbers to back up whether or not um his response as far as a uh, the best field of all time is uh can be justified you know through a couple of we're gonna basically we're just gonna dig through Baseball Reference right and uh but I'll, I'll break admit the point uh, the point carries weight it, it definitely <laughs> it definitely feels correct all the players that were named made sense yeah. as as some very so good we'll, players uh, we will we will we uh, will reveal more on the next podcast we but that's will. that is to come sorry about the uh, long delay here folks we've been on yeah. spring break we had a of break late, and uh, you know lazy. Yeah, there's some laziness. There is some, but um, yeah. So Bryce Harper was the richest man in baseball for three weeks. So congrats, Bryce. Yeah, you did it, kid. All right, Proudy. All right, you good, Matt? (laughs) I'm I'm solid. Happy to be back. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon.